Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Guilty Movie Pleasures. In-depth discussion on movies, no matter how guilty they make you feel. Did <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? What's up, Schmoville? Coming in hot today for a uh, Guilty Movie Pleasure special. Um, uh, before we get into it, Ben Begley, is uh, he's in Ohio shooting his first feature-length uh, uh, horror dr- drama, horror comedy that he and his wife wrote. They're in Ohio oh. shooting it right now. So, uh, you know, good luck to Ben, my, my normal co-host. But today, and I don't I don't want to get crazy right off top, but ladies, are your nipples ready <laughs> for this sure, episode? Sure, I'm ready. Showgirls coming in today. I am... Uh, we need a hole. Yeah. Right here. I am... Um, I, the, when we first started talking about, uh, for you coming on the show, we were backstage at the AMC 250 billion hit party. And, um, yeah. we were both, we, all three of us were back there and I was like, well, what's yours? And you were like, showgirls. And, and, and Malone pops up like, yes. I do showgirls <laughs> I've been as well. playing showgirls from the start of this yeah. show because yeah. this is the ultimate guilty movie pleasure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yes. It really is. I mean, I feel like you, you're, after this episode, the show's done. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could just drop, drop the, the mic. mic. Exactly. Walk it out. It was real, guys. I just want to say thanks to everybody who's watched the show. And uh, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a real long journey, and I appreciate it. Uh, I, you I'm know, just No, it, it really is. And I think uh, you aren't alone in saying that, because so many people have brought it up She's on Twitter. She's not alone in saying oh, oh, sorry. Not alone Dr- when you're alone. Why don't you just alone. drop the mic and get out of here, Jadikin? <laughs> Um, and, uh, I, you know, I always ask people like the first time that they saw the, this movie. I, I remember, cause I mean, obviously I was a big Saved by the Bell fan. Everybody, you know, in my age group kind of was. And then it was, it came out just like Elizabeth Berkeley, Jesse Spano, she's going to be naked in a movie and it's NC 17 and people were freaking out. Mm-hmm. So uh, little Josh McCuga, little horny, you know, 12, 13 year old Josh McCuga was super, super excited to see this movie and snuck in via a back door to see Showgirls in a movie theater with his two best buds, and it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty much the most oh, legendary. Oh, to be a fly bit. on the wall in that theater. <laughs> Three of us just sat there like, <laughs> what is there happening? are so many boobs. This so movie has boobs. so many boobs. I wish I saw this in cinemas. I think I saw it for the first time when I was working at the video store mm-hmm. in Sydney, um, my first job out of school. And I remember hearing a lot about Showgals, so I took it home and I watched it and I loved it. Yeah. And then when I went to work at this TV station, Channel 7 in Australia, one of my good friends there, Nicole, loved this movie. And yeah. so we just bonded over a shared love of yeah. this ridiculous film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't remember the first time I saw it because I've seen it so many times. <laughs> Do you but own actually, a copy of it? Uh, well, I don't really need to own one because it's on all the time. True. It's on enough for me to annoy everyone around me when okay. I always watch it. But, yeah. but uh, I don't actually remember the first time I watch it. I just remember that I had it. I think it was playing on. We had pay per view back uh-huh. in the day when you had pay per view and yeah. movies would be just on. Oh, we had the like illegal black box that, uh, that rips pay per view. Sorry, that's right. really bad. Well, it's not you, me. It was from, my dad. You're from Montreal. Your it was my name. dad. Yeah. It wasn't me. But I think we had one of those things where you could just watch whatever movie, and they always played all day. Right. Yeah. So I think I just watched it yeah. a what? lot over and over. I just, it was the same thing. It was like an instant 
It's an love. instant cult it's so classic. ridiculous. And I remember I had the box, the special set that they brought out with mm-hmm. the shot glasses because it's a uh-huh. drinking game that you can play while what? watching showgirls. Really? Mm-hmm. I had that in What's Australia. What's drinking game? I don't even know it. It's like take a shot when it's Nipple? like you see boobs, you see uh-huh. yeah, it's you different, see that. It's different it's things. Different categories. But yeah, you're smashed by the end. <laughs> yeah. And I had that, but I had to sell it because I sold all my DVD collection before I moved over here oh, to wow. the US. So well, different regions. Did you, do you still have, at least have the showgirl shot glasses though? No, no, oh. I sold it as a set because I could get more money. Oh, man. I think I have a Christmas idea for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some yeah. glasses. Um, I, uh, I will say when it finally came out on VHS, obviously, I bought a VHS with like a fr- an, an older neighbor up the street who was a stoner. I was like, hey, will you buy me a copy of Showgirls? And he bought yeah. me because I couldn't go into a video store and buy it. And then I hit it like I would hit a Playboy <laughs> or a penthouse because <laughs> I loved this movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's basically... It's porn. It's like Cinemax movies. I mean, it's like softcore porn. There's a ton of full frontal in it. And yeah, at that there's, point... There's, in my, there's Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. No. There's a yes, co- I don't. Definitely. I wouldn't say there's a ton she of gets, full frontal. There, there's a lot of. There's just a lot of boobs. boobs. There's a lot, and of there's boobs. a little tiny bit of. I, you can't even say bush because it's really there's no bush. In well, there. No, there's no bush. She's got. A, there's a couple like that. That early '90s like landing strip kind of bush. But yeah. it's You know, it's not like '80s bush. I don't know. I haven't studied it as closely. I obviously <laughs> studied it. I think I might have. <laughs> Me and Miri the Jedi have. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, usually at this point we do um, the plot in under five minutes. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to play that game? Yeah, with I can me? do it. And you can do it. Mm-hmm. I have notes. Oh, she's got notes. She's right, got notes, so guys. We're going to start in 15 seconds. Uh, I Before we go right into this, because this is a really fun game, um, I think that Jesse Spano, uh, did you guys see her on Fallon when they made the joke about it? No. Three, two, one, we'll tell it after it. <laughs> and go Malone, start. Okay, so it starts with Naomi Malone. She's a drifter. She's hitchhiking mm-hmm. to Las Vegas. She gets picked up by a hitchhiker. Just so happens to be by a sign that says Las Vegas in a mountain so you, town. you know she's going to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. She pulls out a switchblade, almost causes an accident. Then when she gets to Vegas, the hitchhiker runs away with her stuff after mm-hmm. she wins at the slot. Her suitcase! Her suitcase! <laughs> right. uh, then she meets Molly. Mm-hmm. Molly the seamstress. And yes. she invites... Molly invites her to be at her place as her roommate. Uh, then... <laughs> no, Miri, take it. Go from yeah, there. Okay, so they become quick backstage. friends. They live in their trailer Which is car. shocking that some girl that just tried to crash your car or like beat up your car over a suitcase, you invite her in to become best friends. Yeah, well, she was lonely and she's she was a lonely girl Molly. in the big yeah. city, so they live in the trailer park together. They're best friends. They, they share love chips. chips. <laughs> they share Cheetos or whatever. Chops. And she brings... Uh, Nomi Malone backstage to the goddess where she is like the seamstress and she's yeah. like totally wowed by Gina Gershon and the sparkles and the, and the and the and the nipples and everything. Yeah. And so 
Nomi Malone does a. She works at the Cheetah Club. Is that right? The Cheetahs. At, uh, she works at the Cheetahs, Cheetahs? and, she, and Kyle McLaughlin's character. I forget his name. Zach. Zach, Zach comes in with Crystal, Crystal with an eye. Yeah. And Crystal's obviously bisexual. Does a lap dance. Gets him off. Then they come back because he's interested in her. She goes and auditions for the show. He has put ice on the nipples. 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 And then because her breaking. nipples are not ready, and then she gets mad and storms off. But then she gets the part, and she and goes to the Crave Club, and then she has a fight with James the Bouncer. Yeah. Right. And then she goes to prison, yep. and James the Bouncer bails her out. Right. The next yep. morning, he comes to the trailer and he looks says, like a black like, catfish with the mustache. You're basically a yes. prostitute, is what yeah. he says to her. You locked her. You got talent. You, you got, got talent. You're better than that. Yeah, he gets mad at her because she's telling. She gets mad at him, and then she claws her way up the ladder. Literally claws her way, literally up a ladder. Up a ladder. To get, well, no, that's the other chick. That's the chick with the braids. The yes. braids. The chick yes. with the braids. There's Three like a, minutes. there's like a whole backstory of this other dancer and these two dancers yeah. that hate each other and how so it's just- I will say this. If I was like the bitter stripper and a kid was in the, like it's at a restaurant. No offense. I know you have kids, but when kids are yelling and they're at a restaurant and I'm having a bad mood. My kids don't yell in restaurants. <laughs> you just don't take them to restaurants. No, you just pull them out. You gotta, uh, you gotta discipline. It? Great parenting right here. Me and the Jedi. Yeah. They have this, this going on. And then, uh, the girl does the old blood sport trick. You guys don't know blood sport as well as I do. And you throw the, the you throw the, the beads and then. Over. Breaks the leg, breaks the knee. Crystal offers Nomi a chance to be part of this boat show, which mm-hmm. ends up being like she'd have fest. to be a hooker yep. and just make a, and make a little dance. dance. Sing. We're all going to sing. I think we're forgetting the part when Nomi does this. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, which you know, is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then okay. she, oh, she seduces Zach. She, in uh, the pool. In the pool. In the pool. She gets a chance to be Crystal's understudy. Yes. yes. She gets that job. Then Crystal says, you know You're what? Out. I'm taking it back. So then jealousy. what does she do? Pushes her down the ladder that she had just climbed down. That's why I got confused because that happens later. She literally claws her way up the top. And then she becomes goddess. Comes the star. Yeah. Crystal's she, career's over. Molly's upset. Molly's, Molly's really mad. Upset she, she knows. Nomi she goes knows. to the party. Molly comes along. She gets to meet her idol, Andrew. Andrew. Legend. Fabio style. Fabio she style. Hair. Like, gang he's like a, <laughs> which just is hair. the scariest gang rape of all time. It's like, actually it's brutal. Terrible. We were just talking it's about this before terrible. we went to air. It's it's actually a dark and very powerful scene. Then, I will yes. give it that. Zach confronts Nomi about her past. You can't do it. And her name is uh, uh, as a throwback Pollyanna. to Pollyanna. And so then, uh, then Nomi gets angry because they're not going to prosecute the guy that right. But she can't do friend. anything about it because of her dark past. So and she so goes and kicks his ass. Yeah, literally total badass. And then she goes, face. she kicks his face and his yes. ass. And then she goes, says goodbye to Molly, and then gives she gives an apology to Crystal. And she goes hitchhikes, and then they, she picks up the next hitchhiker, and he's the same guy. Same oh, guy, Elvis, and we're Switchblade. Showgirls, Nomi Malone, goddess. Yeah, and then she takes off into the magic. Four minutes, ten seconds, guys. Well oh, done. I thought, I, I thought that was five, and yeah. I was like, ooh, just yeah. in time. Okay, well, Alicia, you that is how I was you very do it. confusing. I apologize. <laughs> it's all right. I no, have notes. It's, it, it's basically as fast as you can yell stuff into a microphone about mm-hmm. a plot of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I so, think we did well. Yeah, I think I think we did really well. You killed it. <laughs> just Good cr- job. Now, Malone, you brought your notes. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we can start from the beginning. Problems and funny things that we have uh, with the movie. You know, this is uh, you guys. Oh, you want of, you want facts or you want like? Sure, let's do facts. Okay, facts. Because you guys are kind of schooling me on this movie. I've watched it a bunch of times. Obviously, I've watched certain scenes a lot more than other scenes. But I, 
We're going to say, like, facts, it was made for $45 million, but because of all yeah. the nudity and the bad reviews, it only made $38 million. It also million. got an NC-17 rating. Which and, is ridiculous. And it's very hard to make money on NC-17 movies because so few people can see them. You're, yeah. like, basically shutting out an entire... Except for you, obviously, looked 17. I don't know how you got it. I had a beard in the sixth grade. That's, <laughs> That's how. No, we snuck in. And then it, the wild found, yeah. it, it, found cult, it became a cult classic on mm-hmm. home video and yeah. made over $100 million there. Yeah. Right. The question is... And here's the question that I'll pose to all of you. Mm-hmm. Is it intentional that it's bad or is it meant to be a pretty satirical look at Hollywood and the darker side of hmm. fame and clawing well, your way to the top? Yeah, you have to kind of look at Paul Verhoeven in general and the kind of material he particularly at that time was directing. Mm-hmm. And I I give what him a little bit more movies, credit. Like, I mean, pumping out uh, there. Didn't he do, like, not be a uh, sliver? Uh, no, no, no. no so he did. Joe Esterhaus, who oh, Jessa wrote, who wrote it. That's right. this film, also wrote Basic Instinct right. and, uh, sliver. and Sliver. So uh. at that time, he was the highest paid screenwriter in Hollywood. And he wrote Showgirls. Just skin flicks. That's what it was. Paul Verhoeven did the, he directed it, but it was Joe Esterhaus that was the writer. And I think it's kind of in the wheelhouse of his material that he was doing at the time like Basic Instinct and Sliver they're erotic thrillers whatever yeah. they're a bit cheesy but I think you're right that Showgirls is so over the top yeah. that yeah. I don't think there's any way that a writer who was so successful in Hollywood at the time didn't in some way know that he was yeah, I mean, making he, something making a statement in yeah. any in any direction because you can now, look did he write Showgirls 2 back in action or whatever no <laughs> no there was a spinoff Pennies though Pennies from Heaven yeah. which she made <laughs> it was the secondary made. character Penny who oh. in like recently it was like a few years 2011. ago 2011 yeah she made she did like a spinoff about her character she's like a minor minor character in the film because does he uh, the, the the bouncer James knocks her up. up with her yeah, yeah. Knocks yeah. Her he knocks her up yeah. and there goes his life and his future as right. a choreographer I'm gonna work in a grocery store that her mom owns like, yeah <laughs> but I think you could see this film as kind of similar to All About Eve, yeah. which is about, you know, an aspiring actress and, yeah. and the sort of things she does to get where she wants to go. Sure. Yeah. It's just that the script is so bad. <laughs> yeah. There is one line that I like, so bad. which says, sooner or later, you're going to have to sell it. And I think that sums up the whole film. Uh, mm-hmm. But then you have ridiculous lines like, uh, I like so having nice tits. How do you like having them? What do you mean? You know what I mean. I like having them in a nice dress or a tight top. Women I, don't talk like that. Uh, I think we. I have mean, a, a porn women talk like that. I guess. <laughs> yeah, true. I think real. we. I think we real. actually have some. Uh, we have some tits lines. We have some, you have great tits. Yeah. They're really beautiful. No, I don't know mm, if, really you guys, if you really guys beautiful. know, but that's uh, pretty she did much have beautiful. I mean, they were beautiful. Pretty much, you know, like I, I walk into most restaurants, and if the waitress comes up, I'm just like, listen, unless I get my food on time, this is the kind of shit I'm going to say to you. What do I say to them? You have I like great your tits. <laughs> But do you say it like Gina Gershon says yes, it? Yes, I do. Like I, Crystal yeah. and I? Yeah. Crystal Connors. The first time I was uh, at a strip club, uh, I, I just, you know, and I had a couple Miller Lights in me, and I just went up to the girl and I said, You have great tits. I'm just going to run this gag all day. They're really <laughs> Milan, I believe you have a story about saying this to somebody, don't you? No. What are you talking about? He was you are the he worst improver. Was hoping he would oh. run with it. Yeah, I'm terrible at improv. So. I, I mean, I say this to myself in the mirror every day. No, I don't. But you I think could have run with it. Go, go. No, I can't. It's just too crazy, cheesy a line. <laughs> don't worry. Great. Keep that. I mean, here's the thing that Gina Gershon, like, also she did Bound, which yeah. I actually really liked. I thought it was a fun. I mean, it wasn't a great movie, but I liked it because it pushed it pushed the envelope. So she was certainly at that stage of her career trying to like. 
pushed Gina boundaries. Gina Gershon was like my first older woman crush. She's, she was not older woman in this movie. She's just older than Elizabeth Burke. I was 13. Fair enough. Everyone is an older woman when you're 13. Yes, exactly. And the first time I saw Gina Gershon, I went up to her and I said, You have great tits. She must have loved it. They're really beautiful. Really beautiful. (laughs) It was a great day. We were at a blockbuster in in 2001. It was kind of sweet. (laughs) It's not a true story. All right, Malone, go with it. Uh, Well, did you know that (laughs) this film won the Razzie Award for Worst Movie of the Decade? Uh Nice. Of the 90s. Didn't it break records, too, for the amount it won just that year? It won, like, 13 Razzies or something. I don't know exactly the number. I should have done my homework and taken notes like Alicia, but I just moved. That's my excuse. Is that the only award that Jessica Spano, I mean, mean, Elizabeth Berkeley has ever won? I'm not sure. I mean, I don't think in Australia, Saved by the Bell was as big as here. She did... I don't think she won awards, but she did go on to do some cool indies. Yeah, she she did. She did a couple of much later though. I, I don't think I've ever seen her in anything much later outside of Saved by the Bell and this movie. No, what was the one with uh, Scott Camp- Campbell Scott? What was no, that movie? Guys, help me out here. I don't know. There's a if if it's if, not, there's, uh, if uh, Stephen in the back or Jonathan, I don't know who's back there, can look up. You can also play. I'm going to look at it right now. I'm going to look it up right now. Other actors. I want to hear Malone considered for the role. Of Naomi Malone. Jenny McCarthy. Yep. She couldn't dance. Pamela Anderson. Could see that. She was huge in the 90s. Drew Barrymore. What? Angelina Jolie. Was for Crystal Connors. Mm-mm. No, for Naomi. Naomi. What? Denise Richards. I could see I that. I could see that for sure. Charlize mm. Theron. What? <laughs> wow, they dodged some bullets, those girls. Because I think, I wonder, like, did did showgirls impact, because Elizabeth Berkley, like you said, she was coming off of Saved by the Bell, and she yeah. was very wholesome on the show, even though she was very beautiful always. Did she? I mean, did her career suffer from this? I feel like it suffer. did. She she just. But sometimes it's by choice. But she yeah. did disappear. Like yeah. she disappeared, and then she only did a movie like way later. At least one that I know about. She she did it, and it was actually a pretty good indie yeah. film with Campbell Scott. That the name is escaping. <laughs> she was always the one that um, uh, was really tough to get because Fallon has always wanted to do the reunion with all of them together. That's so awesome, right? And so he's always gotten Zach. You and should Kelly, do it in September. No it's problem. the twentieth anniversary. Yeah. He's, al- he's always gotten Zach and Kelly and uh, Lark Voorhees, no problem. And, and Mario Lopez, obviously. Oh, you're talking about Saved by the Bell. I'm talking about Showgirls. Oh, no, no, no. And, uh, but uh, Lizard Berkeley has never wanted to do it until this year at the Super Bowl. They did it. And Screech will never do it. Didn't really? Screech just get charged with murder? Yes, or something crazy like that. I mean, he did that weird porn, you know. They all uh, went off the rails. N- yeah, I mean, not as bad as Different Strokes off the rails, but they went they a went lot of them. Bad. Yeah, they went in, a lot of vacuum them. of teen stardom. It's not. It's kind of easy to go off the rails when you think about it. I yeah. mean, with no, no. I mean, I would probably be way off the. I mean, if this the is the worst off the rails you can do, Jessica Spano in you know the sweetest movie about boobs and beef on a, <laughs> in the Vegas Strip. Then. What always what always jumped out at me about Showgirls wasn't just the celebration of the nipple, but the. Various dynamic treatments of the nipple. There were yes. painted nipples. Yeah, there was. And tassels was on painted. nipples. Yeah, when she went into the ninja scene. on nipples. Red paint. paint. Yeah. She painted her nipples red. It was, like, was like warrior. I was going to say, it was like Indian war paint. Kind of amazing. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, say what you will from there's a feminist a- standpoint about this film, but there's something pretty hardcore about a woman who uses her sexuality, paints her nipples red, and then kicks the shit out of the guy. Speaking of red as well, there's two like, that's blatant kind of period jokes. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, uh, I can't dance. I'm on my period. You don't want me getting blood on the customers. And then it's the bouncer that looks like a catfish. Mm-hmm. He go, goes catfish. down and is like, I'm not going to. I'm on my period. I'm like, 
do we need all this period stuff? Maybe here? we do. Maybe we need more. Maybe we need more period. Jokes. And, then, and then right after know. we have the the line of I, it's the the I fuck you when I love you or whatever. What's the line? We have it in there, Jonathan. Uh, let's hear it. We have the sound clip. It's quiet. It's we're just biting sound. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. That would be great if that was in the movie, though. Oh, this is the one that's low. Yeah, Here, yeah. Listen yeah. to it. Exactly. Yeah. Which is sorry. I was a. Uh, you know. I was checking out the IMDb for Elizabeth Berkeley. Oh, oh. Yeah. she's she's been in a lot of shit for a while. <laughs> so uh, just nothing crazy popular, but mm-hmm. like she works. She's like every year she has something. So mm-hmm. well, I can't think of a, a film other than Showgirls that is supposed to be sexy that is so unsexy. Yeah. Yeah. There is nothing in Showgirls that I find sexy at all because Elizabeth Berkley is so aggressive. Yeah. She plays this like a wild animal. Yeah. I mean, she is just thrashing about that pool scene, that sex so scene. Crazy. It's an example. Of, no, I'm going to... It's not... It's just crazy. It's not It's not even sexy. It's like, what the hell is she doing? I mean, maybe it's... Is it sexy to you? Because uh, women, we, we watch the film and we, we laugh at that because... Well, I will say... It's so acrobatic and it, just out of control it is uh there there were a lot of like super sexy scenes but i will say that like dancing is so aggressive (laughs) well when she's in the club for the first time the guy's like she can dance and i'm like uh and even like with the she's just doing this a lot even with her fries and she gets the ketchup and she's like (laughs) she's throwing things she's shoving people okay but say what you will about showgirls there's one shot that i really love and that's when she's eating the burger on the roof and looking out at the sunset of vegas and you can you know she's about to just pounce on Las Vegas and make it her. Bitch. Yeah, she is like a wild animal. She does climb the she ladder. Is. Quick. So. She's de- and I think they. I think that was intentional. Her hair is really big. She's got a very leonine quality. Yeah. She's like a lion. Yeah. She's she's untamable. No, nobody you know? tames Nomi Malone. Mm-hmm. I will kind of blow your mind right now, though, Alicia Malone, because I know you're such a big Fight Club fan. Mm-hmm. But there, there's the Fight Club moment when she does the the lap dance for Kyle McLaughlin, and then she bangs him the same way in the pool. It's like the reenactment of the first fight that he has with Tyler, and then you realize in the second that he actually reenacts the fight in the office. That's yeah, a long bow, but... It's not! It's Come on, I mean, it's spot on! I'm reaching a, a little, but I'll take it's it. It's a Fight Club moment. <laughs> but did um, you know? But did, did you know? Go ahead, that Dylan... McDermott was the first choice for Zach Carey. I can see he that. He turned it down. And made it so clear. So then Carl McLaughlin so said yes. Do, do you know, O oh, font of knowledge that you are, <laughs> why on earth Kyle McLaughlin has a bowl haircut? Yeah. like a Bowl like, butt cut. He's got the butt cut. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. parted in the middle and he's got... Popish. What is that for? What is the... I've asked just this question to so many people. I think he... Yeah, I think he plays that character... As such a creep, mm. and yeah. as he could have slicked an asshole, and yeah. so he, everything reflected that—the way he speaks, and then what he wears, and his haircut. Yeah. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I got. I'm gonna have a request. Oh. I have a request, real quick. Okay. Okay. When she comes in and uh, she's talking to Crystal Connors, and Crystal Connors goes, "If you're working at Cheetahs, you're not a dancer." She replies to her, "I don't know. Sh- you don't know shit." Okay. So when you say, "Did you know?" I'm gonna say. Shit! <laughs> shit! I love how she says it. Um, okay, no, did you know? Play it. No, shit! No, shit! I'm not gonna say it. Anymore. So like emphatic. Considered for the role Mad. of Crystal Connors, Madonna, uh, amazing. Sharon Stone, yeah. Sean Young. Who's Sean Young? Sean Young would have been a great alternate <laughs> yeah. because Sean Young. Who's Sean Young? 
Shut the front door. <laughs> Sean Young, Blade Runner, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Uh, Lee, is she, to name a couple. Was she uh, Finkel? Ray Finkel? Yes. Ah. I'm looking for Ray Finkel yeah. and a clean pair of shorts. <laughs> yeah. Another guilty pleasure of mine. That's not a guilty pleasure. That's, That's just an amazing awesome. comedy. It's just awesome. Uh, did you know? Sean, <clears throat> you don't know. Shit. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when, when you... You do that really well. Shit. When I say... Did you know? Shit. Then, yeah, then you say that because I don't know anything. <laughs> Did you know? Shit. <laughs> and the way it's said in the scene too is like Crystal Connors, you, you're not a dancer. And there's like a pause and she looks at her and then says, Shit. It's like a really long pause. Yeah. I like the whole Versace. We haven't even talked about Versace. We'll get there. We'll get there. Talk about it now. Okay, fine. Let's talk about the... F- I just love the fact that she <laughs> buys the dress and she calls it Versace, not knowing it's it. pronounced Versace, and mm-hmm. they like go with it. And then Kyle MacLachlan, Zach, that's is the, the one that's like, he corrects her. And that's his like little moment, the little glimmer of a conscience that he has. Yeah. yeah. Because Makes- up until then, Kyle MacLachlan didn't know. Shit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you like it? It's a Versace. (laughs) Boom. Do you guys own any Versace gowns and or dresses? Mm -mm. I don't. But the Versace in the Caesar's Palace is pretty nice. It's a nice store. Yeah. But I've never been there, so I don't know. Shit. Thank you. I don't know shit either. It's okay. Shit. I don't. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to break me. Malone, drop another fact on us, will you? Drop it. Did you know? Shit. I'm not going to say that. I was gonna did you know? Say. I have a did you know. Shit. I actually know this. Did you know that this movie went on to be MGM Home Entertainment's, one of their top tw- like 20, 25 films ever on home entertainment and in gross. Ever? What they made, yeah. It made more money for them than, I guess it's like in their top 20 or top 25 Holy of geez. all time revenue revenue I don't know what, what the word what is. kind of a cut is top revenue Millie makers. Malone making off that I don't know she's probably making something she's got to be doing there's got to be some royalties I would for know all that the answer all the that, boob exposure there's got to be I don't I would know the answer but uh, I don't shit yeah well, Paul Verhoeven, he he has done some great DVD commentaries, like mm-hmm. behind the scenes commentaries on a lot of his work, but nothing on Showgirls. So he has never really, as far as I know, commented on whether it's supposed to be intentionally stupid or yeah. if it's just it was supposed to be serious, but all the acting and everything made it stupid. Yeah. Uh, and there's a book by Adam Nyman called It Doesn't Suck. Showgirls, and it's a whole book about why. About showgirls? Which yeah. is also one of her favorite, for those of you that haven't watched the movie a hundred yeah, times. Doesn't show suck. Says, it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. Yeah. It, it doesn't really so suck. It's, it's a whole book on, on why Showgirls is actually a great movie. Yeah. There's not, really and truly, okay, it's, it's long. I was saying before we started the show, I always forget how long it is because mm-hmm. there is a lot that happens in there. And you have to fit, you know, 150 boobs per second in <laughs> a, that it's amount a lot of, of time. Boobs. A lot of boobs. Uh, but it really isn't a bad movie. Yes, the acting can be pretty bad at points, and there is some very cheesy dialogue, obviously. But the overall arcing mm. theme of the movie is pretty good. And that moment at the end, like, sounds the makeup. I mean, listen, I'll never complain about two girls making out in a hospital room. I know, but- which is, it's all... It, that point included is such a male fantasy. Yeah, like absolutely. The whole movie is a male fantasy. But yeah. if you strip away the nudity, then it is a really interesting Hollywood story. Mm-hmm. It's right. a classic Hollywood story. Rise. The rise and and you the really ball. yeah, and yeah. you really feel bad. Like you know when the the uh, the big uh, mama and the the 
you know, the, the strip, the strip club owner comes and it's like that moment where they're like, look, you've made it. Oh my God, it's so sad. And we're going to go back to our awful lives. And you know, you're up that whatever you, you feel bad for the, the scummy strip yeah. club owner. And the fact that you feel bad for them means yeah. that the, the script did its job because yeah. that guy is a scumbag. Yeah. It, you know, for me, it wasn't so much that I felt bad for him, but that I, I, there's like a recognition, I think at that point that there's, there's an authenticity to what mm. they do that, yeah. that is false in goddess. And, and the sort of big Vegas shows. Yeah, yeah. The other it's, thing that's... Yeah. It's all about, you know, being a prostitute and, like, yeah. selling herself. And, and even though she tried to get away from cheetahs, where she was obviously selling herself, mm-hmm. and she wanted to go to this... Either. Yeah, it was. It was more honesty because you knew exactly what you were getting, whereas yeah. Goddess was supposed to be this really glamorous show. She ends up selling and, herself. And legit, too. Like, they have a choreographer, and they have, like, and the whole man- stage manager, but it's still a yeah. review. And... The other thing I think so interesting about Showgirls, just looking back now that it's been 20 years, is how much Vegas has changed. Like, yeah. this is pre-Cirque du Soleil. So the shows that that happen now in Vegas are so different. The, There's the, not the many culture of, But that, 20 years ago, we were on the tail end, because that was just before Cirque du Soleil shows started becoming mm-hmm. a thing in Vegas, and, and before Vegas kind of changed. Yeah, like back when people like went to Vegas, dressed up, went to dinner, and went to a show. Now yeah. it's like, I gotta go to Vegas, go to a pool, do Molly for four days, and then mm-hmm. hopefully make my flight at the end of the weekend. Like yeah, that's not. No, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're the wild man, you don't get to No, <laughs> that's very true. Um, do, do we have any more did you knows, Mom? Um Oh, did you know? Shit! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Came from an idea that Esther House scribbled on a mm-hmm. napkin. He got $2 million advance for mm-hmm. what he wrote on that napkin. And as I was saying before, that made him one of the highest paid screenwriters Jesus in Hollywood. At and didn't time. he come up with it like while he was at his vacation house yeah. in Maui or something? Yeah, he was he like chilling out. And, oh, showgirls. Get Jesse Spano in it. I mean, we're still talking about it and 20 weird, years later. Weirdly so. enough, it's like, you know, you're talking about the people that they wanted to cast in it who were all megastars. Mm-hmm. And then they go with Elizabeth Berkeley, who's not so much a megastar, and then kind of pans out into this movie it's like life imitating art kind of a situation well they probably read the script and were like I am not doing this pile of dog shit (laughs) I'm sorry I'm not satirical or not I'm sure like you know there were managers and agents involved that probably (laughs) were like don't do that and she wasn't in the position even though like in 1995 Angelina Jolie's career was in a very different place than it is now she still was very choosy, even mm-hmm. even when she was doing just action Tomb Raider style things. Like she still was more what? choosy about how much she showed and when she showed it. She did that weird movie with Antonia Banderas, and she was naked yeah. in that movie. But but in this one, it's not like what you Judah. show. It's like, are you comfortable being naked the whole movie? Mm-hmm. Even at the end, when she is walking down up the Vegas Strip, that shirt you catch a nipple in there you, you do there's like a nipple slip out of that terrible shirt you're like we're still seeing nudity in the last seconds of this movie yeah. after she had painted it red in the war paint and that's a crazy scene too it, all of a sudden she goes from being like this she stripper to being her hair back yeah to being tomb raider christ almighty we have a couple more sound clips i believe we got what's the other we have a couple more in there that might take us into something you got something wrong with your nipples yeah this is it. no then i'd stick it up stick them up what that that guy is awesome yeah he's like the creepy producer director perfect for vegas old school kind of italian guy can you play that uh, clip one more time (laughs) you got something wrong with your nipples (laughs) no then i'd stick it up stick them up i mean you know what i would say to him if i were in that scene i'd be like 
You got an hour and a half? Yeah. I'll tell you what's wrong with my... Like, I just... I, I don't know. I just... I go to like... I don't know. Take the them up. jokes. Like, I, I just... I, it's... I don't know. I think it's... As an actress, I just can't imagine taking any of it seriously enough to actually say your lines. They're so crazy. There are so many You got something wrong with your nipples? Like... <laughs> Play it again for me one more time. You got something wrong with your nipples? No. I then mean, I'll stick it up. Stick them up. But at the same time, what? like everything in Showgirls, that could be a really interesting moment where it's like the misogynistic world mm-hmm. that yeah. these girls are forced into and the stuff yeah. that they have to do. But then it's just the dialogue comedy. is ridiculous. <laughs> it, is what- it like kind of almost gets there. It does. Where it, like it almost wants to make commentary and then no. Tassels no. on boobies. Yeah. Rhinestones. Girls falling downstairs. Cat fights. Braid pulling. It yeah. just, so it, why it, do we love it so much? That is the question. Know, I've been asking myself this for 20 years. And I, and I, <laughs> I too. It seems like on the surface everything that I would hate in a movie, yeah. but I absolutely love it. I think it. there's something really like to use kind of an obnoxious word. There's something very delicious about it uh, yeah. because it's so audacious. Like it doesn't pull any punches. It doesn't pretend to be something it's not. Yeah. It has fun with itself. It like it's just so over the top. There's really nothing like it, and I think there's a uniqueness there isn't to a it. thing like this. No. There's I mean, I, two jokes about being on your period. There's this, the, <laughs> the nipple line. There's literally boobs every four to five minutes. There's mm-hmm. unintentional boobs. There's just boobs flying everywhere. There was like personal injury. There's best friends. There's chip sharing. There's jail breaks. There's a weird dance scene in a strip club where they're trying to be artistic. There's and choreography. Like, Get yeah. off the stage. There's choreography. There's aggressive dancing. There's cocaine there's use. There's tons of cocaine. <laughs> there's cowboy hats and champagne. There's a fight and, like, club scene. Yeah. There's there's the pool everything. the pool bang like the color of night uh it's I mean it, everything in this movie Costumes goes over the top and, and even the most disturbing scene in the movie which is the rape scene yeah. is absurd He's like licking her face, and they're like, yeah. and he doesn't even bang her. He's the one like licking her face. His weird ripped friend, who's the bouncer in every Ugh. movie between eighty six and ninety seven. They beat her up. They, that's, that's a sickening part of the yeah, movie. When she yeah. comes out and then it's, she collapses, and her awful. eyes all, and, and they just let her down the stairs. There's like, go back to the party, see, and have fun. That's what I mean by like it almost gets to the place where it could be making a a, a very important social comment, yeah. and it kind of misses the the beat because it's so unrealistic. Yeah. It's so out. Outer limits that a guy that famous with handlers <laughs> who might actually be a perv and aggressive and an asshole and right. he wouldn't could, need would to. do that. Nobody would let him. You know what you, I mean? Like it's so would, outside the realm of reality. Because she she loved him, so mm-hmm. maybe she would have given it up anyway. No yeah. problem. And then yeah, as you said, he didn't. He wasn't even the one. It was like and bring yeah. his mates in. It just kind of yeah. It just kind of it, that's and what you, I mean by like it's such a compelling movie because it could be the movie that makes that commentary. Maybe that's why we like it. It's like yeah. oh, it's so close and yeah. it's really well shot. So Some of those dance scenes, the lighting, the special effects, like there's motorbikes and there's fire. Oh, yeah, the motorbike. And it's, it's I would totally go great. see that show. You know what it reminds me of for some reason is like... Stomp. Uh, no, it reminds me of uh, in Knocked Up when, when Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd go to see a Cirque show on oh, Mushrooms. Yeah. Oh, yes. I was like, what? imagine being able to go see sh- the Showgirls Show Goddess on Mushrooms. All the chairs. All the chairs. <laughs> yes. But you mentioned Stomp. I think that's interesting because watching this film again, I realized like how 
crazy the sound folly is the folly it's like Mm -hmm. the heels you hear the high heels every second you hear every bead on the costumes and it's quite heightened Mm -hmm. in a way that in most movies it isn't you know what's so anti Nomi Malone too is she tries to be this like power hungry you know struggle I'm gonna stand up for myself and then yet she sluts it up for whoever she can slut it up for she sluts it up for the dance choreographer aka cheap Savion Glover he's like the poor man Savion Glover Mm -hmm. and she sluts it up with McLaughlin she's about to bang anything really to get to the top but yet she's like you don't know shit you know like I'll be who I want to be and then well, I'm gonna eat a, a burger on the roof and yeah, fuck all y'all fuck you guys yeah. whoever eats my chips is getting a switchblade <laughs> to the neck maybe it's like she's empowered so she's she's like happy with her body see, and she feels like a woman yeah. and then she but she doesn't want to sell herself Man. but see that's the there's the rub again yeah it's but you like did she sell could herself. be she have that's why I actually like the scene where she goes and kicks that guy's yeah. butt. Like she, because she the painting the nipples is the one part where I'm like, okay, yeah, that's kind of bad. I it's, mean, it's that's like, pretty badass. You know, the blood, yeah, yeah. But she does it, and she like she like paints her nails, and it's like silver and black, and yeah. she's like it's close up on the nails. And, they seem and then to dry goes, really fast because then she no. brushes the hair straight away. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> I know, you're like, you just spent all that time on your that's nails. Something that guys. And then don't she's see. like doing this, and then she just goes and with the heels, and I mean. It's again. It's like she is such a contradiction in terms. Yeah. Like she is a contradiction, and I think this whole movie is a contradiction. I think maybe that's what's so interesting about it is that you're like, wait, did that? Were they trying to say something mm. important? Oh no, never mind. Do I contradict myself? Therefore, shit. <laughs> we have. I think we have two more. Do we have two more sound clips or one more? What else we got in there? I like your songs. Yeah. Thank Okay. I want to see your ass. Okay, so the I want to see your ass is one plain clip. We're going to have some fun with this one. Okay, play the I want to see your ass part. I want to see your Okay. That's, that's from the boat show. That yeah. is from the boat show yep. when they walk off. And no, 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 that's in the strip club. Oh, isn't um, it? The, oh, that's in the strip club. Yeah, that's in the strip club. And uh, that's when she walks off. She walks off. The guy, he looks, I mean, he looks like a typical guy in a strip club, goatee, long hair, drinking a beer. Mm-hmm. And he just walks up to her and says, I want to now that's so appealing, guys. By the way, for those of you watching, when you like see a woman and you <laughs> yeah. tell her stuff like that, it works. It does every it time. It really it works. It does. Girls like, love it. Like, let's just say you, you know, women you're, love it. You're driving down the street. Never understood that. And you see a girl, and she's a, uh, you know, she's on a nice jog. You slow up next to her in your car yeah. and just say, "It works every time." It's a great it's, idea. We love that. Yeah, we really do. Yeah. Or the best is when men tell you to smile. Yeah. Smile, and then and then they and then they ask, and then they ask. Yeah, and then they. I almost prefer. I want to see her ass to smile. At least it's honest. Very true. Shit. Malone, I, you have a couple stories about when guys say they want to see your ass, right? No. I'm play not playing the game! The Red Fury <laughs> comes out. That's the last thing we want to hear, and yeah, I'm not playing into your game. Well, then. It's the last Come thing on. we want to hear. What? It's a lot of fun. Come uh, on. Do it. It's a thing. No. <laughs> All right. Never fine. That guy. I'll tell you what, though. If it's Jake Gyllenhaal talking to Alicia and telling her he wants to see her ass, I think that changes things. Mm, right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thank you very much. Well, ladies, uh, thank you for coming on with me today to talk showgirls. And I can, we, it's over already? We, yeah. we can't talk about showgirls all day? <laughs> Sorry. Love it. Uh, because the only reason we can't talk showgirls is because I don't. <laughs> yep. I love Thank that. you. <laughs> uh, and I, I mean, I think, uh, you know, history will, time will tell that uh, showgirls will hold up because 
you know it already is it's a, it's a it's it's of years gone by you know the old vegas there was like the sinatra vegas and there was showgirls vegas and now there's the stupid dj vegas now there's like disney i don't even know what vegas i mean i it's, it's, i don't even it's know DJs what vegas and is drugs. anymore and well, I think Dan everyone Bilzerian. can relate to this story, and that's why. Oh, Dan Bilzerian, yeah. yeah. Everyone can relate to this story, and that's why it still holds up. Yeah, I have to say that I personally feel very connected to Naomi Malone. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't technically, but Some, I, there's, there's something a little about her. In all of us. I think there's a little Naomi Malone in all of us. Yeah. I think you're right. We do anything yeah. to get mm-hmm. to the top, even push down Gina Gershon down the stairs, even after she gave us a compliment on our tits. I don't know. I'm Canadian. I'm really you polite. <laughs> I might do more of that. Really yeah, I think girls should say that to one each other more often. Obviously, if I how said do you know it, we I don't? Uh, I how do you know we don't compare boobs I in the mirror I, when you're not I mean, there? I hope that happens. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know that doesn't happen? Uh, where can the fine folks find you, beautiful ladies? Um, me on Adelaide Malone Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and profiles. Be watching today at three mm-hmm. p.m. We've got a good guest calling in. They do, she told me. Yeah, and I feel Mary. very important. Uh, you can find me at Mary the Jedi on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and in your mind. <laughs> She's in your minds, guys. I'm at Josh Makuga, uh, my YouTube channel, Between the Sheets TV. Both of these fine uh, ladies have been on mm-hmm. the show. The two, two great, great episodes, great reactions from the crowd. So thank you both for uh, coming on my show and coming on Guilty Movie Pleasures. I had a blast talking with you guys. It was a lot Thanks. of fun. No There's a little Nomi Malone and all of us. Uh, until, until the next time, I believe I don't know. Shit. Thank you. And uh, ladies, uh, if I if you if I see you on the street, I will not say. <laughs> yes, I will not do <laughs> that. Be a gentleman. Be a gentleman. Don't say any, and any of those. Before ones. and before I go, guys, uh, this is just between me, you, and the camera. If you have anything bad to say about Alicia Malone or Mary <laughs> Jedikin online, and you write it down, I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. See you next time. Thanks. Go to movie players. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. <laughs>